Ladies and gentlemen, I just had to do a manual fade on that boy in and out to get the intro music to not be four minutes long, but we got it. We got it, ladies and gentlemen. We are recording. We are live remotely this week. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. It's Thursday, March the what is this, the 19th, I believe, all day today, Mr. Black. Mm-hmm. 20. Yes. Not 19. Not 19. I would like it to be March of 2019. It was a better time. It was a simpler time. Uh, but it, it is not. In fact, it is... Uh, <laughs> it is a far less simpler time. Uh, but we got a good show lined up for you guys. Regardless, we are doing this remotely now. <clears throat> There's a... Was it Starship Troopers that GIF comes from where it's like, I'm doing my part? Like that fucking... What, oh, shit, I can't remember. Anyway, that's what we're doing. We're doing our part. Jeff's got a baby basically at home. I've got... I've got the opposite end of that. I've got a 97-year-old grandmother here. And so, uh, despite the fact that we're both hermits, there's still, you know, that, that chance that um, during the free, infrequent times right at the house, or have been in the last month, that we could have picked it up from somebody else. And so, we're just going to play it safe. And since it's the year of our Lord, 2020, we have the technology. We, we do. can do remote podcasting, and that's what we're doing today. Uh, um, can you send me the... Um the podcast notes just uh, so i have oh Usually right they're just already up in front right of me, so. yeah already yeah. up in front of you yeah 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 yeah. i'll just uh i have to turn this screen back on just for a hot minute because i'm down to a a single monitor right now Ooh, just give the me dream. one second uh we got a great show while i'm doing this how was your week mr black uh just another week Mm. Got uh got tenants in one of the units on the uh property I just got. Um so yeah, that was actually pretty quick and painless, uh, which was great. Um and good news is they work in the um uh the healthcare system. So, you know, their jobs and everything. They're on they're on a big quarantine themselves, so yes. uh we had that. Uh I have a tenant moving out. Uh, on the upstairs unit at the end of the month. So we're going to end up going in there and cleaning the place up, getting a couple things done. And then I have to get strategic. So I'm mm. going to, uh, I'm actually going to do like a virtual or um, like a, a video tour of the property and do oh. the showings that way mm. and send in. Uh, so when people uh, reply to the ad or wherever I'm advertising, um, you know they can watch the video tour right. with uh with my voice like kind of explaining the property and things like that and then if they're interested then um I can email them out an application they can sign the application and then I'll narrow it down to just a two or three people mm. and then um get to know them a little bit more you know do the references call them have a chat so on and so forth and go from there um cuz I can't I'm not going to you know go no, I'm not going to face to face with, with a bunch of people nah, 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 it ain't that ain't flying. No, flyin'. no. Uh, so that's how I'm gonna do it, and I, I think it's gonna work fine. Um, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> so I'm, we're, you know, I'm just, sure it will be fine. I mean, that's good. Yeah. That's getting to be quite popular to do these days anyway. Doing video yeah. walkthrough tours, people want to see. They're tired of seeing 
somebody take the widest angle possible lens, strapping it to a camera and making a three by three room look like it's thirty feet square. Uh, yeah, it's you know that's. Uh, <laughs> I'm literally just gonna take my camera in, walk through each room, yeah. explain everything, talk like, about hey. the neighborhood, do all that stuff, and if you're interested, boom, send me an email, give you an application, go from there. Absolutely, pretty much what I'm gonna do. Fantastic. My week wasn't anything crazy either. It was another standard week. Uh, I, I mean, we uh, both of us have been playing a lot of the uh, new Call of Duty uh, Warzone uh, mode, and so that's what I've been doing on the stream. And then otherwise, it's been um, just making the most of the days when you can and trying to get out of the house when I can. Like we went, um, Em and I went for a walk today just to get the fuck out of the house. Yesterday, in between, like uh, during a break, I was telling my stream, I was like, look, I sit a lot in a normal week, but mm. these days I'm sitting extra. And so if I'm, if I take breaks on the stream or whatever, it's because I'm going literally, I'm going to go upstairs, I go in the back deck and I just look at the sun. I just stand over the deck and I just look at it for like periods of time, like five minutes. I stretch and I just look at the sun for a while and then I go, all right, I can go back inside now. And then I go back downstairs. Uh, but that's been, that's been basically, uh, my week started, uh, man, the, the constant news with this thing, and, and, and so it's like, uh, I try not to talk about it too much here, obviously, but we have to, because it's just the nature of everyone's lives in the world right now, but the constant news and just battering of social media around this thing has been, um... No, I just stay off it. Has I, been I literally, brutal. I just stay off it. I and don't even look at the shit. <laughs> I, I can't. It's and just, so it's I've, not uh, mind-numbing. Uh, like, other than catching, like, you know, you, you're scrolling socials or whatever, you'll catch some stuff come up once in a while... Other than that, I don't go looking for it anymore. I have the provinces, like our our provinces uh, yeah. website up. I pull it up because they update it once a day. Any new info I need to know about specifically right here, not everywhere mm. else, but mm. right here. And then I uh, and then I, I leave it at that. And and outside of that, it's been uh, a little nice to uh, to laugh a little. And so I've been watching whose line is it anyway. I have the entire series. Classic. Uh, the classic Who's line. And uh, Without Fail always gets me laughing. And my God, I could go for a few laughs this week, so I've been laughing as much as I can with Who's line. Other than that, it's been another week, and we've got lots to talk about today. Well, I shouldn't say lots. It's, it's it, enough. It's, it's, it looks a lot more than it is. It's just that there's, mm-hmm. it's, kind of, it's kind of like uh, some of the topics are just uh, elaborate because of the nature of the beast. Uh, but uh, let's hop right in. So... First up on my list we got here uh, that that came up not long ago was that uh, in the long saga of uh, of crunch time in video game development in the last few years, I have uh, come across yet another one here. We've got Naughty Dog is coming under fire with uh, some. I don't even know if it's. I wouldn't say under fire. It's just that their crunch time has come to light. It's. Uh, with the latest game that they've got coming up, which is the uh, Last of Us Two, right? That's the one that's mm-hmm. coming. I think in May, I believe it's mm-hmm. supposed to launch. Uh, that's the latest one to come up. Um, it was well, who was it? Jason Schreier from Kotaku, who just has been breaking everything lately. As much as everyone hates Kotaku, he seems to be the guy with all the fucking insiders in in every mm. business. Um, of the 20 non-lead designers that worked on The Last of Us uh, 2, 70% of them quit. Damn. That's, a bad, that's, that's some serious turnover, uh, that's to, a say, to say the least. 
Uh, and then according to employees, while the game is very good, it's coming uh, at a massive and seemingly unsustainable cost for the developer. Obviously, 70% turnover is a tad high to have to deal with. And that was touched on a bit uh, by an ex-animator that was uh, working at Naughty Dog who laid out his reasoning for why he left the company himself and then uh, and is actually, of all places, going to EA. <laughs> I don't know how much better it's going to be there, but sometimes you just got to get out of your environment and that's what he seems to be doing. So he's got a whole series of friggin' tweets here. Um... I'll focus on kind of the back half of them because it really goes over uh, the the environment of, of, of how this game is is actually coming to completion. He said, the, this is coming from Jonathan Cooper, he said, The reason I left is because I only want to work with the best that is no longer Naughty Dog. Their reputation for crunch within LA is so bad it was nearly impossible to hire seasoned contract game de- uh, animators to close out the project. As such, we loaded up on film animators instead. While super talented, they lack the technical and design know-how to uh, assemble scenes. Similarly, the design uh, team ballooned with juniors. So what he means by that is like junior staff, not senior Mm -hmm. uh, 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 programmers or animators, but fresh, fresh greenhorns. Uh, to make up for the attrition of key roles, so all that 70% loss we were talking about. Every aspect of finishing this game took much longer due to the lack of game experience on the team. So don't get me wrong, these kids are mostly awesome and the best were great. It's just that when their junior, the junior-to-senior ratio is out of balance, things can really grind to a halt. Uh, and more time is spent training than actually working, which is true. You can have really, really amazing kids at a school. Ultimately, yeah. they don't have experience. They're going to need to be trained in spots, and that does slow down stuff. And when you have such a high turnover and a, a bad ratio of senior developers or senior animators or senior anything to to fresh talent, that's true. That does come to a, a, a grinding halt more often than not. He says, contract work uh, is a huge part of the LA ecosystem to ship large games. Unlike game design, there is a thriving animation industry here and seasoned animators can often choose their projects. Most of the contract story uh, animators quit last year. Those that didn't, uh, or those that don't, can be at Naughty Dog for two to three projects with pauses in between, and while paid overtime, never receive benefits or security, uh, or the security of a full-time gig. This is uh, the way the industry is moving, so workers need more protection rather than the carrot of a full-time job, one day kind of thing. There are Naughty Dog stories worse than this, but like everything on my Twitter, I'm focusing on animation. The Last of Us, t- uh, for The Last of Us 2 fans, the game should turn out great with industry-leading animation. I would just not recommend anyone work at Naughty Dog until they prioritize talent, re- uh, talent retention. Ultimately, mm-hmm. this is the last one, this was, this was kind of a... This is scathing. Ultimately, Naughty Dog's linear games have a formula, and they focus test the shit out of, the, uh, out of them. While talented, their success is due uh, in large part... To Sony's deep pockets, funding delays rather than skill alone. A more senior team would have shipped The Last of Us 2 a year ago. So. Damn, he aeronaut all the dirty laundry. But I mean, it's not, it's not, but like, but he's not like shitting on him the whole way through. And I don't think that's, I don't think that's unrealistic. Like if you say, if we're looking at 70% turnover in the animators alone. And you're talking about bringing in basically baby faces into the company that need to be uh, trained. I could totally see why that would tack an extra year on to the development of a game with the, of the magnitude of The Last of Us 2. Right? Yeah, for sure. For mm. sure. Now, why that poor man chose to go to EA, I don't know. I mean, EA's been doing better lately, but hot damn. 
I mean, uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, the, like the, I guess the, it depends the, on the, where within EA bro, he's being placed, to, bro. It, you're looking to get absolutely dummied online when you're going out talking about Naughty Dog, yeah. and then you're going. Oh, by the way, I'm going to EA. I mean, you pretty much are setting yourself up for yeah. somebody to make a rebuttal so big and so long that well, you actually regret going yeah. to EA before you actually go to EA, right? But it, it, you know, I, and that's just all jokes aside. But I, yeah, I mean. At least he's saying, hey, you guys are still getting an awesome game. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly, yeah. You know, uh, it, it is funny that he he, he talked about, he, he kind of took a shot about the linear game formula, and uh, he, he, he kind of took a shot at, uh, you know, the deep pockets that Sony has to keep funding these delays. That those are those are some hits. Like, it's not, are, but it's not inaccurate, right? It's not it's like not he's inaccurate. just. Yeah. No, no, it's not. I'm not saying it's inaccurate, but yeah. those are those are like those are gut punches. Yeah, for those sure. Are like, hey, yo, someone did me dirty back there, and I'm going to say something, but I'm going to say it in an articulate way so that you can't say like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> because it's true. But I'm still going to take my punch, and he took him. Yeah, he gave him the one too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And Naughty Dog is still going to sell the fuck out of The Last of Us. Oh, of that, course. That, that game is going to sell like hotcakes. Oh, of course it is. At McDonald's. Of course it is. And he's not, and he's not, he's not unaware of that. I mean, he, I, I don't think he's out here trying to make them look bad necessarily. No. I think he's just being his, like, he's just being honest about the situation. And, and this is not a new, you know, this is not a new thing. Obviously, there are, uh, there are a number of companies in the last uh, few months that have, uh, or in the last year, even more so that have uh, been dragged out far worse than this. I mean, this is, oh, yeah. this is mild in comparison yeah. to like Rockstar or some of the other companies that have been hammered, Blizzard, that have been just been absolutely hammered uh, with, with this kind of like ex-employee stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So this was as level-headed as they come. But yeah, I, I, uh, we're going to get The Last of Us 2 very soon. It's going to come up in May. And like he said, and I believe him, the game is probably going to be really good. And nothing but look forward to it basically yeah <laughs> it's just it's just look forward to it just know that it's it came he actually somewhere else i can't remember where it was but somewhere else i can't remember if it was the article or not but they discussed i think it might have been further up in his tweets where there are people being sent to the hospital for exhaustion on overwork and that they still hadn't come back to work since and this was like a couple months ago mm. um so it, it is and you always get the two sides of the coin. You'll have people show up that are game developers in these Twitter threads that will say, that's just the industry. If you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. And then other people going, well, that's kind of the, the fucking dumb statement to make. to make." Because if that's the case, you're going to lose a lot of really amazing talent just because you don't want to admit the fact that you're... Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a double... I agree. It's a, But it, it is a double-edged sword. Like, it's one of those things where there is truth to that where you are in a specific type of industry that does require you to really put in some long hours at crunch time or at certain at certain times like to the point where yeah you're yeah. going to be exhausted but let's not let's not pretend that this isn't the only industry that that happens no this that doesn't make it right industry. no but it happens in the healthcare industry you know if you're a doctor if you're a nurse um it, it happens in the construction world it happens in programming uh, well, I mean, you know, video game stuff that, you know, it boil there. There are the reality is, is I agree. Yeah, I don't think anybody should be uh, driven to the point of, you know, 
they're passing out at work and they have, you know, they're going to be hospitalized and things like that. That's extreme. But there are going to be weeks. It's the same thing as streaming, dude. Like, let's just keep it real. You know, if you ain't got what it takes to put in 60 hour weeks, 70 hour weeks at times, maybe even more to really make a name for yourself in streaming, it means you ain't got what it takes. And yeah, to a lot of people, that is extremely unhealthy. No go like when you got to walk outside uh, on your patio and stand and look at the sun for five minutes to feel feel human. Yeah, there, that. But you know what though? There, that's the, I know it's a bit of an extreme because we're going through some shit right now. But <laughs> yeah, no, that, know, the yeah. reality is, dude, you got to eat your meals in front of the computer. You know, you got to take away time from family and friends. You know, relationships get hurt. Your mental gets hurt. That's why there's a streamer that goes under streamer depression every. Every other month, you know, people have nervous fucking breakdowns. It's isolating. And the reality is, dude, if you want to be in this industry and you want to be successful and you want to really make it, that's what the reality is, man. There is no such thing as a 30 or 40 hour week, a work week, if you really want to thrive in this industry. And I'm going to assume, because I'm not in the industry of making video games, it's probably very similar. If you want to be with the best of the best, the the big the big companies you want to you want to be in that environment there are going to be times where you are overworked you're busting your ass you're exhausted you just want to fucking go home you just want a day you want a couple of days you just want to be left to your own devices and when somebody says that's just part of the industry i'm inclined to believe it's probably part of the industry and the reality is if I'm not willing to stream 70 hours a week or 60 hours a week. Somebody else will. And somebody else will take that viewer. Somebody else will take that sub. Somebody else will get that view. And if you're not willing to program at this company or that that company for 60, 70 hours a week, there is somebody that will. There is somebody that will come in. There's somebody that will do it, and you'll lose your job. Does it make it any better? No, it doesn't. It doesn't make it right. But the reality is certain industries, that's just the way she that's the way the cookie crumbles but once again i'm just playing devil's advocate a little bit on that and adam has gone quiet all right we're back all right. Sorry. Welcome no. back. You you didn't go anywhere. They caught all of you. Oh. Don't worry. They caught all of you. All don't right. worry. Um, the um, Adobe Audition uh, recording for my end, for no apparent reason, just just died. So what we'll do, oh, what okay. we'll do is, and if you're listening to this, uh, if you're listening to this, is all that's going to end up happening is I'm just going to take the audio from the video, which isn't going to sound amazing. We'll be fine. We'll, but we'll nobody's going to give a fuck. We're gonna survive. We will right? survive. It's corona times. It's right? Corona times. Corona times. It's technical. It. It's it's technic technical corona. It's the new name Boom. of the show. Technical corona. Technical corona. Boom. <laughs> uh, no, less editing work for Adam. Actually, <laughs> I just have to pop the the audio and we're good to go. Uh, but yeah, so, so that's... I can just stop recording this. The audio. On yes, my you side? can. You can tell. You can. You can. You can do that. Yeah. All right, all right. So anyway, that that was that's my two cents about everything. Yeah, yeah. I it's it's true. Um, I think I think a lot of that, and I think a lot of that is a um. It's I I think 
uh, in some of the industries that you just mentioned and stuff, and even in our own industry, I think that and that um, I, the culture of work, especially in North America, I won't, I can't speak of other places. The culture of work in North America is pretty fucking toxic in general. There's like mm. a there's the the culture of work is basically work until you die, work until yes. your eyes bleed, and that's the only way to get ahead. And the reason why that's the case is because that's the the uh well it's really one of the only ways to get ahead it's it's because yeah it's it's kind of been the the culture has been has kind of forced the 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 economy in that direction and it's just resulting in like super unhealthy work and the yes. the irony is that people are are getting paid like dick squat uh in comparison to what is needed to to just uh get ahead in life or even make it by in life in a lot of cases and yeah. um and if there's one thing that this whole like pandemic thing situation is doing is it's ba- bringing to light just how stupid and useless a lot of shit is in terms of of yes. uh, of of the working economy and how much could change and how much better people's lives could be and still everyone else would be just fine. There's a lot of of uh, things being brought to light because of it, but it's true. We'll see. Uh, I uh, well, uh, I I'm not. I'm not against crunch time. I am against crunch time for like fucking 12 straight months. That's not crunch time anymore. Crunch time usually, you know, means that you're going for like, let's say the last quarter of a year. Let's say the last yeah. four months. You're really yeah. giving her right before, right before the, the launch of the game. That's what crunch time used to mean. Now crunch time is like, the game comes out in two years. Let's go. And it's like fucking, yeah. it's like 24 straight months of just, uh, of, of yeah. uh, unmanageable find- workloads. I find um, people that are in artistry, and I consider animation art. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, yeah. You know, and a lot of a lot of these guys are probably like contract workers. So, and he even kind of mentioned it in his Twitter, where you know they can pick and choose the work, sort of, so to speak. So yeah. I don't think it's necessarily like I'm sure there are where Naughty Dog or EA can buy out an artist that they love and put them on contract for so many years or or you know offer yeah. a position or whatever. But I'm sure a lot of them are it's just contract work. It's just yes. yeah, you're really fucking talented at this yeah. specific thing. Uh, we we would love to hire you for a project. I think whenever you are an entrepreneur, because that's what a contract worker is essentially. Mm. You're an entrepreneur. Mm. You you have your own little business. Uh, you know, you got to wor- worry about your own benefits and do all this other stuff. For a lot of times, I know there are blends and things like that, but I find entrepreneurs and people that are artists—we're talking musicians, actors, uh, uh, streamers, uh, yeah. animators—you are expected naturally to be putting in more hours and more work than the average person does at a nine-to-five. Simply because you're breaking the mold, you know. If you want to do, if you want to do your your dream job, you want to be an artist. You want to do the the thing that you're passionate about. I I feel as though as an entrepreneur, you I shouldn't say you don't have the right to complain about the hours because there there is a time there is a time and place, and you do need to vent, and there is you still need to have some sort of health. But most of most of the the successful most of the entrepreneurs that go around and 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 speak like oh take care of your health 
health comes first and it's true but most of those people are already successful and they've deteriorated their health for so long and now they're finally in a position where they can finally start taking care of their health so they kind of preach it after the fact but if you ask a lot of them yeah shit my health went to went to dog shit i did nothing but work enslaved my relationships went to shit everything went to shit it was tough i grinded it was it was hard and then after they finally have this level of success uh, financially or wherever they're at in life, then they want to start putting health first, get that personal trainer, you know, get a, get, put yourself on, you know, all the things, me time, vacation. Uh, a lot of the time is when you're doing this type of work, unfortunately, it does come part of the benefits of doing the thing you love and not doing the regular nine to five that a lot of people do. You know, a lot of people need that structure. Be at work at 9 a.m., finish at 5, have your break at 3, lunch is at 12, you only get 30 minutes, you get a 15-minute at 3, 3 o'clock, you're, your paycheck's at on Thursday, uh, this is how many hours you're getting, these are the days you have off. A lot of the time, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're in these types of industry, there is none of that shit. Get in here, bust your ass. You've got a job to do, get it done. And if you don't do it, somebody else is going to jump in and somebody else is going to be just as hungry. It could be younger, could be more motivated, whatever the case may be, or just willing to sacrifice more. And sadly, you're not rewarded by complaining. You're not rewarded by going to the boss and saying, Hey, I put in a 70 hour week. You know, I got a birthday coming up. I was really hoping I could get some, they're going to go, dude, shut the fuck up. Because the last time I looked, I got Joe Blow behind you just killing to take your position. They just want to take it. So if I were you, I wouldn't say nothing and get the job done. It's a sad way of looking at it. I know it's harsh, but man, that is just the industry and the world we live in, sadly. Hmm. that That's just it. That's true. This is what you sign up for. That's true. And if you don't like it, don't go in this industry, you know? Uh, as a, there are so many people we see it even, I know I keep going back to streaming cause it's my career, but we see so many young cats, 17, 18 years old, uh, or even adults. We're talking like 30 year olds that are like, dude, I can't stand my job. I want to start streaming. It's like, man, do you really understand the sacrifice that you have to put in? I, I, I you know, it, it's, it's, it's insane. I see it all the time on Twitter. People are like, dude, I fucking put in 60 hours this week. I made $300, you know, or I, or yeah, I put in 60 hours this week. I made $10,000, you know, whatever the case may be. But the reality is if you want to be successful, you have to put in the fucking work and, and yeah, you can, you can complain about it to a degree, but you have to know what you're getting yourself into. You want the easy route. You want the Saturday and Sunday off? You want the nine to five and your evenings off? You want your evenings and weekends? Stay out of that industry. It ain't for you, bro. Or bust your ass for 20 years, become a god at what you do, move your way up into position, and then be the overlord that oversees everybody. And then you can have your, your freedom. But until then, do something else, man. By the sounds of it, bro, what I'm hearing as of late, and I, I know I'm on a little, I know it's a hot take. I know it's a hot take, and I'm sorry for those who get offended, but what I've been hearing a lot in this gaming industry is a lot of people can't stand the fucking heat. They get out the kitchen. The industry ain't going to change for you. The margins are smaller. The competition is heavier. Stay the fuck out the kitchen if you can't stand the heat. 
And the ones that are hungry and want it go in because it's shark infested waters and there's a lot of guppies in the ocean. And it's your job to go in there and rip the food from underneath them because there's plenty of opportunity for those that want to put in the work. That's the way that I, that's what I'm hearing. A lot of crying as of late. There's a lot of, a lot of crying going on. And the reality is, man, if you got to, if you're in a position, you bust your ass in university and college and you're talented at this, go in and get it done. Put in your work. I don't, I don't, I don't That's disagree. I don't, I don't, I don't a hundred percent disagree. I don't a hundred percent agree, but I don't a hundred percent disagree. I know it's a little extreme and there's, I, and there's, I'm more, there's yeah, always, yeah. there's always a spot for people who are literally willing to throw themselves off a cliff with no parachute and go, Hey, you know, pretty good chance that if I hit the ground, I'm going to survive this shit. I don't know how well I'm going to survive it, but if I do survive it, shit's going to be dope. I'm going to fucking make it. I just need to survive this one massive free fall and impact, and if I get out the other side in, in well, we can't say one piece, but if we can stay to like four or five pieces, okay. that's good. That's okay. There's always room for that in any industry, even a nine-to-five job. You can suck enough dick and, and brown nose enough ass in a nine-to-five job and just do everything that you could possibly imagine to get up that corporate ladder, climb that corporate ladder, do whatever. They, there's mm-hmm. always room for that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. The 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 counter to that is is often is, should it even be necessary in the vast majority of cases? And I and the 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 data. So not trying to be as objective about it as possible. The data would likely say that no. It's not. There are so many people that are that are getting paid such enormous amounts of money, let's say in the business world, whereby they they where and I'm not talking about CEOs. I mean, I'm talking like middle managers or 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 even not even just not even to middle management because that gets cut a lot. Like just any any fucking like almost, you could pick almost any job, accounting, finance, econ, uh, economics, uh, management otherwise whereby people are doing almost dick and they're getting paid as much as somebody in the same position doing 80% of the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the it's the classic 80-20 rule. 80, you know, mm-hmm. 20% of the people are doing 80% of the fucking work. And it's like those, that at 9 to 5s. That's you what I'm talking about right that's what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about right now. Right. That's, oh, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. So so yeah. there's always room to bust your ass. The problem is that there is for so many people, there is no reward on the other side. There is no nothing. You can bust your ass all you want. And so the, mm-hmm. the, the, the argument that people are making is that there should be more protection for people because the talent is basically, because people at the top know that that's how the system works. Management knows that 20% of the people are doing 80% of the work. And they mm-hmm. know that there are people that will try and look at it like uh, your mindset that you were just describing there about, about get out there, be hungry, shark-infested waters, guppies, fucking <laughs> like people <laughs> off a boat saying we're going to need a bigger boat, where's my spear gun? Like there's like, oh, that, there's, they know though those people are there and they're another cog yeah. to be put in the wheel and they can be yeah. put bust out and yeah. they know that they can all that they do at the top is make even more money off the of people getting more work done for the same pay as the person that was there before and that's yeah. a problem in the system that is an that is yeah. a, a a a baked in part of yeah. the, of he the did extreme say, he did say there that they were getting paid overtime 
you know, in that tweet. Getting paid overtime, yes, for contract work because it, yeah. it would be baked into the contract for, for hours put in because you uh, a contract so, work. I mean, that's always a good thing. If a company's willing to pay you overtime, you know, for the time that you're putting in, you're getting right. paid, you know, time but, and a half or double but, time. But they're going to cap it. They're not just going to say, hey, you know, go do whatever you want and then bill us for the hours. Like, it's not going to fucking work that way. That's for sure. The overtime comes as they say, we need you. Look, this is what you got done and it's good, but we need this done now and it mm-hmm. wasn't originally part of the contract. This is over. This is over and above the contract, so you're going to get paid yeah. more for that section or that work, mm-hmm. which is fine. But the, what they're also not getting is benefits or anything else. Well, uh, that's a standard employee. I mean, exactly. That, that's just that's con- that's just. But that what's happening? Just, but what everything. he's but what he's bearing the light here is that in his yeah. neck of the woods in California and Silicon Valley, that's becoming more and more of a that is the industry's contract work. So that companies don't have to pay any of that yes. shit, and they just do yes. contract work because this is like gig economy where the people at the top are abusing the work uh, the workforce again, harkening uh, back to the like you were saying. Uh, like you were saying, there's always somebody who's going to be there and hungry to go get it and get it done. But that's abuse to the people who are hungry to go get it and get it done because they're 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 basically it's well, it's if they're thriving. It's hey, if they're button. thriving, then you know if they're getting the work and they're thriving and they're working their way up and they're being recognized. But, for but their, in contract for work, there is no working up. Like he said, you get to in his in his neck of the woods, you get to basically choose who you work for. That's not the, so people can bounce between projects. Of course, of it's, course. But I mean, different different companies pay different things, and depending on the person and their specific skill set, they can they can counter. I mean, when you do contract work, it's like, hey, this is what I'm offering you. This you can either counter or accept it, and so on and so forth. If you hmm. become if you become one of the best on the team, or you become a guy that really knows what he's doing, or gal. Uh, you, you, as a contract worker, you can demand a higher rate uh, than what a, a typical rate would be. You know, for example, if Adam's really good at at, at making uh, logos, uh, logos, and you know he's he can because he's got proven work, he's got great work ethic, he gets shit done, he's known to get stuff done on time, he's known to to want to crunch those extra hours when it's needed, and he's really good at what he does. You'll be able to say by on your contract work, hey. You know, my retainer is an extra twenty five percent of what it normally mm. would be. Or mm. hey, I'm you know what would normally be an eighty thousand dollar job. Adam would charge one hundred and ten. Yeah. Um. So you know, people get rewarded for for their for their efforts, and if they're not getting rewarded, then you know, then that's on the the contract worker to you know know their worth and you know get get what they're worth. Of course, a game company is probably gonna or any company is gonna try and get them for as low as humanly possible. Yeah. Uh. Every time and kind of lowball out, but. I get what you're saying for yeah. sure. It and it is like that in the regular nine to five. Hell, when I used to work at like Empire Theaters or or Old Navy and shit like that, dude, I'm not gonna lie. There would be 20 percent of people that would be out there working, like legitimately working, and then 80 percent of people sitting on their phones, out in the back taking smoke breaks, fucking off, doing nothing, just trying to look busy yeah, and yeah, waiting yeah. until their shift is over, which is what most people deal with on a regular basis because they got lazy ass coworkers and they expect you to do everything. And the thing is they get rewarded financially just as much as what you do, sadly. Yes, and exactly. That's just and that's, shitty. And that and what shit. that and what that results in is just shit taking longer, costing more money, and then it perpetuates the problem of companies trying to lowball everyone because cost yep. gets inflated and, and whatnot. Yep. So it's it's an oversight issue and it and it extends a, a great way. But yeah 
there, there you have it. Naughty Dog, obviously everyone would have already known that Naughty Dog would be, it's not like Naughty Dog was, was some sort of safe haven without crunch. No. If you're a top no. video game uh, producing company, you do crunch and you do crunch for long periods of time. They're no different. Uh, that's just another uh, example for you. Jeff, internet traffic during this time has fucking skyrocketed. I imagine it would. Uh, I was just looking into it the other day. I thought, I, I tweeted out, it was like, I want to see Netflix's bandwidth like numbers after everyone's been isolated uh, as they have been because what we've been seeing in, in the last just in the last week is that game servers anything running on 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 similar services whether that's Amazon's uh, or otherwise is we're hitting these these points where shit's just slowing down yep shit's unstable like we're really we're finding like internet service providers are finding themselves like sweating a bit now because they you know some of them were built to to handle these loads but others were like they were built for the what the load that they expected where everyone was still going to work and doing shit you know certain times of the day and shit is getting buckled the fuck right now mm-hmm. um and uh, it's definitely been kind of crazy i just threw that in there just as a fun thing because there's two things there's two things i want to see me be made public i want to see netflix's data uh data throughput or data output i should say and i want to see porn hubs because i bet you porn hubs is like on a new level of fucking crazy right now for how much they've been sending out data with everyone stuck at home watching their 4k porn yo another (laughs) another (laughs) another funny thing is i bet you everybody's noticed now on how many email lists your email has been put yes, on. Yes, because everyone's because like, hey, I, we have a, a policy. Yes. <laughs> so, like, I, I haven't had so many corporate emails come from so many different places, and I've just been unsubscribing to each one as they come on, just unsubscribe, 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 unsubscribe. They've been coming in, like, 10 a day. Yeah. Just 10 a day. Oh, it's nuts, dude. Like, what the hell? I actually, uh, just before this all happened, I went through a massive purge. I basically didn't touch my inbox for, like, I think it was, like, um, oh, I don't know, a month or so, uh, just so I could pile up all the various emails from people that I would likely get in a month, like all the companies, Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. went through the painful process of finding the .02 size font that they have at the bottom of those emails that says unsubscribe or some other word that's supposed to lead you to believe that you can unsubscribe and then jump through 85 hoops, and then they're like, are you sure? Are you really sure? Are you you 100%? Yes. Yes. The answer is yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's, yeah, th- but with this pandemic thing, my God, everyone's sending out, it's like, I don't need to know what old Navy is doing about, no. about and I this don't pandemic. Care. I really don't yeah, care. I, I really don't care. The employees care and that's about it. And the employees probably care insofar as that, are you going to pay them because they can't work? And that's, that's it. pretty much it. That's, that's pretty, all we care about. That's pretty much the show. Um, all right, Jeff, we're into the real meat and potatoes now. All right. This was a big fucking week in in that we finally got something from Sony. And we got more from Xbox in retaliation almost. It's like they're, you know, battle for for uh for mind shares for whenever news is being released. So we've been sitting around waiting forever to to have something coming out of PlayStation uh for the PS5 or the Sony from PS5. Uh I joked about it on the last couple podcasts where it's like People are probably starting to think that we're Microsoft shills because we barely talk about Sony, but the reality is that there's been absolutely well, there's been no, news. no news coming out of Sony about the PlayStation 5. So we finally had something. It was, it was publicized. It was talked about leading up to the, uh, to the uh, event. 
whereby uh, Sony was going to be showing off, discussing the PlayStation 5 live on YouTube. It was going to be a wonderful thing. That got mm. pushed around. Everyone was getting excited. This was the event that was talked about uh, three or four podcasts ago where we said sometime this month coming, there's yeah. going to be an event. This was it. This was the thing. So <laughs> this people, wasn't it. This, this but, wasn't but it. as it turns out, Jeff, this wasn't, wasn't it. it. <laughs> so, Not even close. so what this ended up being was essentially um, their GDC um, deck, their pitch deck for GDC is what this really was. So the game developers conference that didn't obviously got like everything else this year got fucking shot of this guy. And mm-hmm. uh, Mark Cerny, who is an industry fucking legend, he's a god, and and on his off time, possibly a Dana Carvey lookalike impersonator uh, that he gets paid for parties, got up on a fake stage that looked like a not joking Saturday Night Live skit uh, with it a was. fake of the fake audience that they even separated the audience in front of the fucking podium so you could see the PlayStation logo properly. There was just you know it was just four random fucking producers sitting in front row like Mystery yep. Science Theater three thousand like the black black uh, the the heads. To give the illusion that there was an audience, it was it was it was odd. And when I, I first started watching it, I hopped on the stream real quick, put it on, and I uh, the first thing that I thought of was, and I said this, I said, I really hope that this is like a jab at Microsoft for being hyper corporate and, and and whatnot, and be like really wordy, and, and then they're just gonna drop this shit, and they're gonna be like, you know, fucking dubstep horns are going to go off and fucking fireworks and shit, and then there's going to be like a console reveal and just, you know, do something gamey. No, Mm. this was full-blown game developers conference uh, uh, session. This was something that should never in a million years have been promoted in any way, shape, or form. Uh, It should have just been sent to the people that would have seen it at GDC that that this was actually for. Which, to be honest, I'm still not sure who the fuck this was for, because even if it was a technical talk for people, it was such a high-level technical talk that it sounded like it was like an elevator, an extended elevator pitch for a CEO that knows nothing about anything um, Mm. tech-related. And so it was very odd, it was a very odd discussion. However, in that roughly little less than an hour, we did get some decent information out of it that we can now talk about. Um, and I almost fell asleep listening to it, but we got there. All right. So Mark, uh, old Marky Mark got up on stage. And, uh, the first thing that we can talk about here is that, uh, the PlayStation five, uh, will be fully compatible with PlayStation four games. So the way he put it made it seem like that wasn't the case, but it was clarified. So it is in fact compatible with all PlayStation four games. However, what he said about the majority of the top 100 um, in terms of most played hours games, mm-hmm. um, they will be uh, at launch available for what they're calling. Um, oh, where to? Where to? What is it called? Uh, boost mode, which is basically where the games are running at the frequencies of PlayStation 5 games. So you're going to get higher frame rates, better, you know, whatever the fuck it comes with the power of the new console. Boost. It's a boost. boost. Uh, they're putting on the turbo base button, basically. All right. And uh, and so it is fully, fully backwards compatible PS4 
with just most of those top 100s, with more coming in the future with the boost mode, but it has to be done on a game-by-game basis, and so it will be similar to Xbox with the original Xbox games and 360 games, whereby they have to do it on a game-by-game basis to bring it uh, to bring it up for that, that boost mode. Uh... So we did find out about that. So we do know, for example, that they didn't even mention PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 2. Um, They'd mentioned it insofar as they discussed when the PlayStation 3 was backwards compatible with PlayStation 2 and PS2 with PS1, etc. But they did not talk about... um, They did not talk about, for example, the PS5 being like popping a disc... Yeah. And away you go. That's not happening. It's not there. Not only that, but it doesn't even seem like, at least with the information we know right now, and it would likely have been in that conversation if it was coming, that they're going to do what Xbox has been doing with Xbox and Xbox 360 games in terms of reaching back for the really popular stuff, updating it to be compatible, and then playing it with increased frame rates, resolutions, the whole whatever the fuck it needs to be, or however they want to do it. Uh, on the new hardware. So that's just not mm-hmm. coming. So if you want to play your, your older games, go find a fat PS3, go find a PS2 Slim, like Jeff's got a PS3 fat right next to him, uh, that's going to be the way to go. Or buy them all over again when they're likely to try and sell them to you on the PlayStation Store at some time in the future as as remastered, digital, downloaded, whatever the fuck. Um, so we found out about that. So that's one thing that we found out about. Uh, mm-hmm. The next thing that we found out about uh, was um, talking about storage. So uh, next-gen storage is obviously a big topic because as we're discovering, and as you would have seen downloading Warzone, a fucking 80 to 100 gig game, uh, and games getting 50 to 80 gig patches, uh, you, the size of the hard drive needs to be pretty fucking monstrous right now, and that's especially so because games are so much going towards download only, or people are mostly using downloads. They're not buying physical copies so much anymore, right? And even if you buy a physical copy with these new consoles, they're going to be transferring to the hard drive so that the speed of loading is possible to allow these next-gen games to do what they need to do. So uh, with that being said, we found out about uh, their storage. Uh, so they are using uh, PCIe 4.0 NVMe drives, which is, remember when I built your computer, uh, it's a solid state drive on that little strip looking thing. It wasn't like a two and a half inch drive, it was a little strip. That's an NVMe drive. So they're using those, uh, essentially, but they're using the internal ones, a custom one, specifically, as most consoles are, the storage is custom to work with the CPU and the GPU as fast as possible, the RAM, etc. That's a 825 gigs internal is going to be the, the launch console's storage capacity. So you're going to start with 825 gigs. That's a nice healthy number for sure, and will mm-hmm. allow you to have likely somewhere in the neighborhood of 5 to 10 games, depending on the game that you're talking about, right? Yeah. Um, and then as far as expanding the storage, which is then everyone's next question is, well, obviously in the future we're going to need to expand this shit. How do we do that? PlayStation's solution is to rely on on NVMe drives that are simply going to make it to the market. PCIe 4.0 drives specifically. Uh, so ones that you could just buy off the shelf, plug yeah. it in, Connect it. And, and away you go. You but don't. it's not just any drive that will work because it has to meet really specific uh, speed uh, specifications 
for the games to work like they need to because it has to match to a similar spec, if not better, than what the internal drive is. And so what their solution for that is, is that they're going to be putting out a public whitelist of drives that are, you know, uh, confirmed yeah. good yeah. by Sony that you can go buy and put in your, your console because you can't just go buy any NVMe drive and yeah. slap it in it's off the It's the same races. thing what, they, what cameras have done with, you know, SD cards and things like that. Sim- yeah, know. similar uh, with cameras uh, being that, like, you need certain class SD cards if you're shooting at certain frame rates or certain resolutions. You need a higher speed yeah. card. Um, yeah, similar similar to that um, kind of idea. And so that's what, where they're going with, with their solution um, in that regard. And other than that, uh, they talked about their 3D audio which I'm going to talk about later on because it will be in the part where we're talking about both of the consoles comparing the two consoles. So other than that part, that's all we really... And that was nothing really learned that we didn't already know in general. We do get we do now have proper specs to compare the two consoles now. We're not guessing anymore with like bird sounds written in a tweet. The coo-coo-coo mm-hmm. thing from last week. We don't, we don't have to rely on that anymore. We just know. So now we can actually mm-hmm. compare the consoles. Xbox Series X's release date uh, was quote-unquote announced for Thanksgiving, but it's not Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, Herb, uh, Larry, what's his name? Herb, I can't fucking, I always, I always just call him Larry or Herb, so I can never, uh, Major, uh, Major Nelson, whoever the fuck you want to call uh, for this, but it's still holiday of this year. They don't have a date. It's holiday window 2020. Barring Corona's fucking all that up, boys. Barring Corona making the uh, development impossible, so that's that's where we're at with with uh, that. Uh, and then for Xboxes, we found out about their storage solution, how they're going to tackle this stuff. So what we do know right now about the Xbox Series X is that uh, their internal drive is also a PCIe 4.0 drive. It's one terabyte, so you're automatically getting. 20-something percent bigger internal drive with the Xbox Series X over the uh, the PlayStation 5. Standard uh, USB 3.2 drives, uh, or any USB drive because it's backward, USB is backwards compatible, are supported for the system. So if you wanted to expand the storage with a standard USB drive or an H, an H uh, like a hard drive, like a standard disk, you can. However... That's only possible to run the games off of that if they were native um, Xbox One, 360, or original Xbox games because they don't need the speed. And so they can run off of those drives. You could just plug it into your... If you already have them on a drive from like your older consoles, you plug it in, the work. If they're backwards mm-hmm. compatible. That's, that's what the drive's used for. They can, those drives can also be used for downloading Xbox Series X games and let's say you're done with them or whatever, and you and you don't want to just delete it, you can move it to that drive. So in the future, if you want to play it again, you don't have to re-download it. You just pull it off of your mm-hmm. external storage because it's cheaper mm-hmm. to have mass storage with that kind of stuff uh, mm-hmm. and then not have to re-download it. But it can't play Series X games off of a standard hard drive or anything like that. It's not fast enough. Uh, and so to solve that, they have a proprietary expansion uh, card, which is based on NVMe technology that they've worked alongside Seagate uh, and other manufacturers 
It's about half the size of an NVMe. It looks almost like a memory card. And remember when we saw the back of the Xbox Series X originally, there was a port that was like a weird square? That is what that's for. So it's only about, you know, if you're on video, it's yay big. It's almost like, it's not the size of like a PlayStation 1 uh, memory card, but you could think of it as basically that. Uh, And it will run at the exact same speed and specifications as the internal solid-state drive uh, that the console has. So it means that it, there's no questions. So their their idea was they have two routes they can take. They can either do the thing where they let people buy whatever the fuck um, and then put up with the headache of likely people ignoring the whitelist and then hitting up their support team, asking mm-hmm. them why the drive they just bought doesn't work to expand their storage on the console, or just make a drive... And know that people will, regardless, will buy it. They'll know it works. So they're not going to be the only proprietor of this. Seagate already announced their own drive for the Xbox that's that's certified. So there will be more than that. It's not going to be the same thing like it was with the 360 where it was like super expensive drives only made by Microsoft or whatever. Don't get Mm. me wrong. Whether you're buying one for the PlayStation 5 and it's off the shelf or you're buying this one for the Xbox, which would be probably anywhere from $25 to $50 more than a comparable drive just because it has to be, it's, it's proprietary, there's some proprietary work that has to be done to it, they're going to be fucking expensive. PCIe 4.0 NVMe drives are not fucking cheap. One terabyte right now on a low end in US dollars is about $200. Hell uh, no. And that's just expensive. To the no, no, no. And so uh, it's going to be one of those things where, where, thankfully, honestly, the majority of people buying an, a, a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X, is, they're not going to need one of these expansions right off the bat. They're just not. The hard drives they had before, if they have games on them from previous consoles, work. They don't need to have an expansion drive to swap that over. And you're not going to fill a fucking terabyte, even with the size of the games we have right now, overnight with your new consoles. You're probably not going to have to touch that for one, two, maybe even three years uh, if you're really hell-bent on never removing a game from your system fucking ever before you hit that one terabyte limit. But for those people Mm -hmm. who, and they're out there, who never want to delete a game, they want every fucking game on their console 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they don't want to offload it onto a hard drive... That it's going to cost you some money, especially if you're going to do it up front. We don't know pricing. It will be expensive. My best guess right now is that the first proprietary drives for one terabyte for the Xbox will probably be, instead of $200, it'll be uh, $249, $279, somewhere in there. Yikes. Um, but you never know with these things, just like the consoles up front. There's probably going to be bundles, or there will be like ways for Microsoft to maybe take a hit, but I don't think they need to. Again, one terabyte. I'm still using a one terabyte drive today, and I've got loads of PC games installed, and I've still got 400 gigs left on it. So it's yeah. not like you're going to fill one yeah. terabyte, or in Sony's case, 825 in a week. It's just not going to happen. So it's not something people need to worry themselves too much with. It's just two different ways of tackling the same problem. And I don't think anyone's going to have to worry, regardless if you have a PlayStation or an Xbox. Uh, what you do need to know is that these drives are faster than what you can buy and put in your PC right now. Period. And because of the architecture of these consoles, especially with the Xboxes in mind, the throughput 
on these things is fucking insane. And the entire concept of how levels load and how the game loads shit that's in front of you is going to dramatically change in this next console generation to the point where there might be like an initial load time up front, but my god, when you're in that game, the um, the fucking data that they have available to them now as developers, it's going to change. Like, level design is going to change because of this shit. It's going to be really mm. fun to watch um, the first few years of seeing developers get their hands on this and being freed up uh, by this kind of storage technology. Next up, Xbox's new wireless controller was shown off as well this week. Uh, not a lot of changes to it because, obviously, the Xbox controller is... For all intents and purposes, I mean, we're, we've we've reached pretty much peak efficiency on that controller. As it doesn't get a lot more efficient. What they did do is they added a share button. Um, PlayStation had a share button before, but as um, Xbox had had sharing, but they just didn't have a dedicated button to it. With mm. content creation being as huge as it is now, share button got added to the controller. Uh, and then they've updated the D-pad, which has always been a point that people complained about on the standard Xbox controllers. So now it's a new hybrid D-pad that hopefully fighting game enthusiasts or people playing older games uh, that record, rely on the D-pad uh, will be a little happier with. And they added, I think as well, um, uh, kind of brought down, it's almost like, you know, the, the pro controllers for Xbox that cost $6 million. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like they're the race cars in the in the production line. And then over time... They get, like, all of a sudden the Toyota Corolla has shit that, like, the fucking, like, top-end Lexus has had. It's, like, it's kind of like that. So now we're getting rubberized, like, fancy fucking triggers and shit at the back of the standard controller uh, as well. And that's the majority of the changes for that, as well as a USB-C for charge cable. So there's no more, like, mini USB or whatever, just your USB-C, which is nice. The more people use USB-C, the better. Please, God, let that be everyone. So, like I said before... Both consoles are now directly comparable. We know everything hardware-wise about both of these consoles. Um, Digital Foundry did a massive deep dive on the Xbox specifically. I'm sure they're going to have one for the PlayStation when they have the the capability. Mm. On paper, not even just... Well, yeah, on on paper, um, the Series X is not insignificantly more powerful than the PS5. The only category in which the PS5 outstrips the the Series X is raw solid-state drive throughput, like the bandwidth of the internal solid-state drive. Mm-hmm. How much that's going to matter or what that's going to result in terms of loading times or in-game occlusion and stuff like that, we'll never fucking know until the day comes. But what, what's likely going to end up being the trade-off here will be the Xbox will be capable of more particle effects, higher resolution, higher frame rate, but the PlayStation may have instances in which uh, stuff is just loading faster and, and perhaps running a bit smoother in some instances because they have the faster hard drive. That's where we're, what we're looking at right now on paper, but in practice, we won't know until developers start cranking shit out. The other thing that Sony has is that while the Xbox has 3D audio, mostly relying on Dolby Atmos as their, uh, as their source, they have a separate chip on board for 3D audio, Sony's 3D audio is a whole different animal. They're dumping a shitload of fucking R&D into their 3D audio. And they went in a lot into this during that presentation where everyone fell asleep, but that's okay. It was good, it was nice to hear about it, it was really cool to see. 
And if they can pull it off, and there's a lot of, even in his presentation, Cerny's presentation, there was a lot of ifs that they don't even know about yet. It could be really fucking awesome. But what it sounds like to me, because of all the ifs, is that, and because Xbox has the 3D chip as well, is that when developers for multi-platform are developing games, they're going to have to develop for a middle ground or lowest common denominator. And so you're going to end up with like Dolby Atmos or some level of 3D audio that's going to sound really fucking dope, but it's not going to make use of the full faculties of the PlayStation 5's audio capabilities. What will, will be first-party titles and in-house developed stuff, because that makes sense. It's like exclusives, that will make use of the full capabilities of the PlayStation 5's audio. They're talking about how they're going to try and make it work best, because right now, they need profiles for people's ears for it to work properly. I'll try and explain what I mean by that. Have you ever seen on any audio app or anything where you can pick a profile for audio to make it sound better to you? Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, Call of Duty kind of has uh, profiles like that. You probably saw when you first booted it up where you can choose between like five profiles yeah. for audio. They, your ear changes how everything sounds. So they're talking about sending in pictures of your fucking ear uh, to have artificial intelligence scan that and then send you back a profile to load onto your console to make this audio properly work for you. Things like that to try and solve it because right now what they do is they've they've taken artificial intelligence, dumped a bunch of people's uh, ears, profiles of ears, and then made a best case like middle ground, like a map of the middle ground. But mm. it doesn't work perfectly because you're doing it trying to hit everyone. So that's why I think while it's really fucking awesome, it's probably something that's mostly going to be utilized by first-party games that will be fucking incredible. It's going to blow everyone's minds, but the, the, the set of those games will be relatively limited, uh, but it will be super fun to see how that works because it is so much better, and it will work with anything you put on, any headphones, that's the, or any is, is the goal with this thing. It's not like you need to have a Dolby Atmos system to make it work. It works. It's it's to work with everything. TV speakers and up. So uh, that's Sony's kind of in the pocket kind of thing uh-huh. uh, to look forward to. And that's where we're at right now. The Xbox Series X is flat out more powerful. Whether that means that it's also going to cost a hundred dollars more than the PS5, we don't know. We won't find out uh, until the time comes or until much later in the year. It seems. Uh, and then the PlayStation has a, a, a significantly faster internal drive that's slightly smaller, uh, and uh, the 3D audio, and that's where the comparisons lie right now. So next we get to wait and see what the games are like, what the prices are like, uh, and what developers can do with these two systems. But the one takeaway from this is that these things are fucking powerful, bro. Ugh. Holy shit. This is not the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 launch. This is a different fucking animal. These two these consoles, man. these two consoles are going to be better than my computer and your computer on launch day, and they're going to be better than computers you can build for anywhere near the price for one to maybe even two years afterwards. It's fucking big dick swing and really crazy, and it's going to actually make PC gaming better. It's uh, 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 this is closer to when we did the Xbox and PlayStation Two jump. Than any Damn. other console is what we're looking at right now in terms of technology. Nice. So fun and exciting stuff to look forward to the E3 that won't happen. Uh, and the console <laughs> launches that won't happen this year. <laughs> the console launches, but it's it's uh, it's it'll it's, come. It's coming. It's coming. 
Um, any thoughts on that? Because I know that's a lot of technical speak that you're not like a big fan of. But what is does any of that excite you? Anything seem interesting to you? No. <laughs> Dude, I, I I'm I'm super cat. I'm a super casual console player. So yeah. like, and like most people, this is all. This is all, in my opinion. Uh, you just want to cool. see the games. I just exactly. You want to see bro. the games. I, I don't care about the technical side of stuff, yeah. really. You know, if the, if you told me that a potato was running this thing and the game still looked cool, I'm. Still I mean, that'd be pretty. It. That'd be pretty impressive. You know, it doesn't matter. Like, just because I hear this stuff doesn't mean I'm 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 any more sold to spend more money on the console. No, or anything. of course it's not. Just no. like I'm just I don't I don't care uh, about terabyte size and shit. I don't care about sending a graph of my ear so that I can hear a little better. I don't think anyone wants uh, to actually do that either. I, 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 that's yeah, a no. poor. That's that's that. They should probably no. not do that. Actually, that they yeah, should no. they should come up with another solution. Yeah, they, let's yeah. not do that. Let's not uh, do that. But yeah, I mean, hey, it's exciting to know me, that this stuff is going to make games better. Exactly. Yes. You telling me this? Yeah. If you would have just said, "Hey, Jeff, the new Xbox and PlayStation can be more powerful than our PCs," shit is pretty fucking sick. I'm going to say, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> if you say, "If you say, hey, Jeff, this is why," and you go on for 30 minutes like you just did, yeah, I'm going to go, Great. "Hell yeah!" <laughs> No, I didn't. I I, I knew that was. Uh, your, the, I knew yeah, that was your answer. I was going for the comedic, the comedic response. I knew, yeah, yeah. I knew it was coming. But it's cool, man. I I I'm not like hating on it. This yeah. stuff just. I don't geek out from this stuff. Yeah. I just want to play the games. If I didn't, and if I, I didn't like, do that spiel, this would have been a four minute podcast. So I had to. I had to exactly. kind of do it. Yeah. Hey, but there's tons of people that are interested in this sort of stuff. Yeah. And um, you know, I I don't even feel like I'm fully affected by the the hard drive stuff because I never have over a terabyte of stuff ever. Usually when I play Most a game, I just don't. delete it afterwards. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I, it is what it is. So, you know, all the possible negatives, uh, they don't even really apply to me. So, yeah. you know, it is, it is what it is for the controller. did look cool though. The controller, I, Yeah. It's nice to see them iterate, you know, even small stuff like that. Because again, what are you supposed to fucking do to the Xbox controller to make it better? I mean, it's, there's so little at this it's point. Already, it's already a great controller. The pro controller version of it uh, is the, like uh, the, especially the first one. The second one had some issues. The first one is still in my hand, the best controller ever fucking made. It's, it's God. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is. But it's nice to see that they're improving on it, obviously. And uh, it would be kind of cool to see stuff like how long it will last off of a charge. That's the kind of stuff on a controller that you're interested in, you know, where yeah. you're not plugging it in all the time. But, yeah. I mean, they're getting so good with that, it will probably last for a fucking long time. I just want I just want to see games. Yes. That, that's, that's where I'm at. Yes. I just, we know the console's coming. We know it's going to be powerful. You know, it's been like fucking seven years since we had a console. We know the shit is going to be fire. Let's just see what kind of fire you can make. You can have all the greatest tech in the world, but if you ain't got good games, your shit's dead to me. Your shit is dead to me. Well, and, and but the the that's the next exciting thing about that we've talked in the past for this upcoming generation is both of them have bought up shitloads of developers. Yep. Specifically to make good games for for their consoles. So this good. last console gen we had was so kind. Of, like we had good games. Like don't get me wrong, yeah. we had some good games. But this was such yeah. a wishy felt like such a wishy washy last seven years. Just a real like kind of fucking whatever. 
uh, where once in a while you get you get some good fire. Nintendo always putting out good stuff, obviously, but from a perfect yeah. perspective of of the Xbox and PlayStation, not it. This time around, um, it's looking like on paper, this is looking like a really exciting next bring five on, six years. Bring it on! So bring let's it bring it on. on. Um, speaking of games that would bring the fuck on, rumors are that Sony will buy the rights to Silent Hill, Metal Gear, and wow. Castlevania, all from Konami, who has been sitting on those and doing dick all but pachinko machines for fucking forever. <laughs> uh, specifically for Silent Hill and shit. Just, for God's sake, just a travesty. Those rumors are circulating a lot. And if, and also that, that Kojima would be, uh, and his crew, his his productions, Kojima Productions, would be uh, set in place for Silent Hill and Metal Gear should they acquire those IPs. And All my right. God, those are some thick dick IPs to get off of Konami's hands because nice. they are wasted right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that would I be. Haven't f- been, I, I t- uh, we talked. I t- actually talked about Metal Gear earlier today on my stream. And uh, I haven't been interested in a Metal Gear game in a long time. Mm. Uh, this the formula and everything has just been kind of dry. Yeah. Um, let's hope that if they do get bought up, that they can kind of revive this franchise and uh, make it great. It would be intriguing to see Metal Gear done by Kojima without restrictions because it's his own production company now. Yeah. Or limited re- restrictions. Metal Gear was already pretty batshit crazy to begin with. I imagine it would yeah. only get crazier. Um, but, uh, but certainly the Silent Hill thing for me, obviously is the big one. That's fuck. And for a lot of people, Silent Hills with Kojima was originally supposed to happen. So if yeah. that were to actually come true, the thing that makes me think that this might actually be true is that, uh, is that, I don't know if you would even recall this, but I think it was like November. We talked about how Kojima, um, it was November, December. Kojima was tweeting about how he was engrossing himself in all things horror related movies, books, great, whatever, Great to get the juices flowing, and get so flowing. this sounds like that might be related to get them flowing to this. So get them flowing, get those juices flowing. Uh, next up after that, we've got where do I've got here? I've got I've got here somewhere. All right, <clears throat> last week uh, somehow managed to forget this. I, I read over it in last week's script, but Reggie Fia me, the Reginator himself mm, Reggie. from, nin- from uh, you know, the, the, the man of Nintendo America for many years until he just recently stepped down just, last yeah, year. He said, yeah, he, he retired. But he said, you know what? I'm bored and I'm looking for something to do. So he came out on Twitter and he said, I just joined the board of directors for GameStop and I'm going to pull this bad boy out of the gutter. No. Stop the madness. Reggie, come on, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> I, know. I don't even think Reggie I don't think Reggie can even if, do this, man. If, if if there was one person on earth that could do come it, on. it's Reggie. Does that mean that I think it's gonna happen? Nah. I I'm not sold. Dude, just stay retired, sold. man. Just stay retired. You know what? You do enough charity work. You don't need to do any more. He has Stop the Madness. He has a a record of dramatically increasing profits at companies that do not have not been doing particularly well. That was before he hit Nintendo. And he Dude. has a, a a lot of connections in the in the video game industry that would lend itself to partnerships with GameStop to try and turn like turn this shit around. But Yikes. 
Man, Yikes. I mean, the board Yikes. is is now. He's not the only one to join the board. There's others. I can't remember them off the top of my head now. But Reggie, Reggie's and Reggie's tweet, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he was saying how he believes that the game industry needs a game uh, GameStop to exist so that people can go in and see shit with their own eyes and hold things in their own GameStop, in their though. own hands. No, it doesn't need to be. But there's nobody else doing it. Uh-huh. Like GameStop's yeah. really the only one left. Like I mean, there's like a handful, the, a hand, and I mean a handful yeah. of mom and pop shops left in the fucking North America. That's like uh, saying we need a blockbuster, dude. We don't need no blockbuster. Times have changed. Game the GameStop model is dying. Mm. It's well, it's dead. Well, the model's He's dead. I promise you, the model is it's not going to be going forward. Is dead. <laughs> <laughs> that model is dead. They will be changing that model dramatically. But it will be. This will be a popcorn moment where you sit back and go, "All right, Reggie, you're bored. Let's see what you got, let's let's see what see. You got Reginator. Let's, let's see, see. what, let's see what you got, big man. Make me a believer. Uh, he can pull this off. He can do anything. It's just, that's true. Uh, and if Twitch can pull this off, they can pull off anything as well. They decided to finally indefinitely ban Casey Tron after she made uh, some particularly stupid comments uh, about COVID nineteen. She was on, oh. uh, I can't remember what, it was like a podcast or some shit, you know, and by podcast, I'm mean, loosely going to call it a podcast, because, you know, on Twitch, podcasts are like 87 people in, in a fucking cam chat call, screaming over top of each other for like five hours, but apparently that's a thing. Um, I mean, there's one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten or eleven people in this call for this shit. Casey Tron, uh, when asked... Um, a question, uh, uh, oh, she joked that she would, and, uh, oh, uh, was actually, what was the question again? Oh, she was asked if she would kiss someone who, kiss someone who had the coronavirus disease, and her response was, and I quote, we would leave quarantine, and we would try to spread it as much as possible because the world would be a better place without old and poor people. Which even for Casey Tron was digging deep. Yikes. I mean, I mean, yikes! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I actually I don't really know what else to say about. <laughs> I mean, I don't really. I don't. I I mean, I guess like you know. It, if it's a joke, obviously, obviously she's joking. It's joke. Casey Tron, but it's like the timing. Uh, you have to be aware of th- that's like making a shitty helicopter uh, joke about Kobe 36 minutes after Kobe got in a crash. Like, give it yeah. some time to just, yeah, to just simmer. We're still in the, yeah. we're still neck deep. People are dropping like flies all over the world. Like, we're, we are, we are, we are trapped in rooms globally right now, except for the idiots in Florida on the beach that are getting stoned off hookah and fucking drinking cheap beer for $78 a, a liter. Yeah, the, maybe no. Maybe, maybe just pull that back a bit. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, does somebody deserve to get banned for that? I mean, I don't. It's not going to be permanently, obviously. But it, oh, okay. It's, so it's not like a it's it, like indefinite. A temporary. Indefinite doesn't mean permanent. Yeah, it's it just, just like means we don't figure out whenever yeah. we want you to come back. Yes, it's it's okay. what are we really going? What is the yeah. ban going to be? Kind of thing. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I mean, hey, you know what? Like a little timeout, I suppose, for being insensitive. I mean, Casey Tron, she's got a persona. And it's a, an obvious joke. It's a poor-tasted one. 
Yeah. But, you know, hopefully she's not banned permanently. You know, to I don't think she's going to be banned. I, I, that would be a little extreme. I seriously but I don't. Under, I, I can definitely understand Twitch's point of view and probably the people that were very offended by it because it is such a big thing right now. Like, we're still in it. We're literally, well, we've just started it. We, we just, like, we've just started yeah, this shit. People yeah. are watching this. There's a high probability they have somebody who is affected by it or have died from it, a relative yeah, or so whatever. It's just a mass amount of reports, and Twitch probably had no choice but to do to yeah. take some kind of action. Yes. Until they figure out what exactly it is. More than likely. Uh, it's probably going to be a, a one-week or even 72-hour. I, I doubt it's going to be very long. But, you know, yeah. The, you gotta. Sometimes you got to read the room. Yeah. She didn't read the room. She just walked through the front door and without even looking anywhere just said, Hey, this world would be yeah. better with less poor and, and, and old people. Yeah. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, when you're sitting on a, on a call with like 10 other people and you're trying to be the center of attention and yeah. trying to stand out the most. And you're Casey Tron. And you're Casey Tron. You're just, you know, you're probably not going to say many things that are very intellectual. So this definitely wasn't, this, this, this was not a smart thing to say. But at the same time, she probably didn't think she was going to be banned for saying it either. Well, you know? especially because for her, she's said so many sensational things for so long now that it's it's. She yeah, probably didn't that even is, think. This is, that's yeah, actually kind of the problem I think with her character. Is, yeah. yeah, like I like I don't. I think that's a part of the problem with her character is that is that her character is so uh, is so fucking in your face, sensational all the time, and she lives in that uh, for so many hours a day that. Eventually, you get into these situations where whether you're in or out of character, your brain just you're you're used to just rattling the shit off. You're not even thinking about what you're saying anymore. It's like you're almost looking for the craziest thing to say to come out of your mouth, and you don't even think mm-hmm. about it. You just say it. And yeah. I think that's where she's at right now. Is that her character has been so batshit crazy, uh, and 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 not been reprimanded for so long because it has been a character that she's just saying the shit. It just comes out of her mouth. It's like she looks for the crate. What is the dumbest thing I could possibly respond to with this? Be like, yeah, fuck the poor and the and and the old. <laughs> like that's and and now here we are. Oh well it is what it is. It is what it is. She'll be back. She'll, she'll be, be back. doing her she'll Casey Tron antics and you know her gamer girl the stuff world, and the wor- the world will continue. And on forward. the world will spin. Mr. Black. Yeah. I need you to do me something solid right now. I need you to hit me up with some sellout. Uh, well, we're going to start off with a little bit of NordVPN action. Guys, we're in quarantine now. Y'all need a VPN, a virtual private network. You're going to run out of things to watch on your American Netflix, so you're going to have to come over to Canada via VPN, NordVPN. Exclamation NordVPN. Actually, I guess we're not on my channel so you're not gonna get it so i guess scroll underneath the video eventually i will i will hook up nightbot for that or you can hook up nightbot for that or somebody will hook up nightbot for that but we don't have it now we'll set her up um or if you're listening to this on rss feed you can go to nordvpn.com slash ott use the promo code ott you get 70 percent off using that promo code up to six simultaneous devices which means your whole family that's on quarantine you know you you could you could be in the united states that's right your spouse could be in canada that's right your child could be in norway mm. your dog could be in china that's wherever you a bad place for that dog to be right now well virtually speaking okay with the click of a button mm. via vpn mm. you can mask your ip 
so that you're a win-win. Uh, Make It Wayne actually just got NordVPN through the promo code OTT, and he no longer gets throttled for his internet because he changed up the IP. So he was mm. like, damn, I should have done this months ago. And no now throttle. Uh, he's no longer being throttled. So, uh, hey, you want to not get throttled? NordVPN hooked you up. That is less than a grande cinnamon dolce latte a month. Ain't even no joke. 30-day money-back guarantee, which means you don't like it. Get your money back. High-speed servers. You can stream on it. You can game on it. You can watch TV shows, movies, Netflix, Disney+, Plus, whatever pluses and peacocks and whatever other things are out these days for streaming services. <laughs> You're in quarantine. Get yourself a NordVPN. Also, we got to give a shout-out to the one and only Elgato. You got a box? Send something right beside it. Yo, I go. come prepared. Full-blown seller. I got myself the Stream Deck XL. Oh. That's what I got. Hell yeah. Uh, I also got the regular size one. There is a mini. You can get them all different sizes. Uh, Elgato hooking us up. We uh, we use our lighting, although we're not using it right now because we're no. not in the podcast room because we're on we're in quarantine. <sighs> um, but yeah, they've got lighting, green screens, stream decks, which is really what they're really starting to get uh, known for. Uh, is their stream decks and also uh, what else do they have? I'm forgetting. Uh, oh, capture cards. Uh, which my 4K capture card box is in there that you can't see. Um, but yeah, go check them out. Uh, link is in the description below. Um, one of the mods just posted a link there. It's Elgato. You can head on over to their uh, site. Go check out their products. Go pick yourself up a stream deck. Even if you're not a streamer, they need to come out and just call this like the stream deck and then have another one that's not the stream deck. Just call it like the deck. Because I think a, lo a lot of people think that you need to be a streamer to use To this. use it, you yeah. You don't. Yeah. Um, you can use it for whatever. So, for example, you can have Adam stream, right. my stream, mm. Technical Alpha stream, mm. the Technical Alpha YouTube channel for the mm. clips, the, the Life's a Glitch TV channel. That's right. All on a button. Just click it. Boom. It's there. Boom. Watch. Just like that. It's that easy. Uh, but yeah, big shout outs to both of our sponsors. They're keeping the lights on. So go and support them. Go and support them. Because the more you support them, the, the more, more they support, support us. us. And guess what? We re-signed with NordVPN till the end of July. Boom! Thanks to you guys. So right. big, big thank you. And a big thank you to our sponsors. Uh, all the links are in the description. And that's it for that. Patreon.com slash LagTV. I don't know what we're at right now, but uh, let me I, check. I, I didn't look. Patreon.com slash leg TV. We are moving on up. We're almost at that $2,300 mark. Oh, let's go. Uh, dude, we're moving up. Let's so go. Big, big thank you. Four, 345 Patreons, man. That's a lot of people. Thank you. Let's get that up. Let's get that back up to two, 2,500. Let's just do it. I'm just shamelessly advertising right now, boys. That's what this whole segment's for shameless. Shamelessly advertise. You know what? One dollar. You know what that does? If everybody did a dollar, that changes our lives. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> One dollar. <laughs> you know what five dollars does? That changes my family tree. <laughs> you know what ten dollars does? 
Everybody did that? Generational wealth. Generational <laughs> wealth. <laughs> I'm running out of sellout, boys. I'm running uh, out. What Patreon. about the like button? Oh, yes. Smash the like button. All right. Smash the like button. Like it, like it, like That's free. All right. That's if you don't want free. to throw money, you don't want to buy products, you don't want to throw money. I understand, especially <laughs> at this time. Yeah. But, you know, hit the damn like button. Free 99. Leave a, leave a comment. Share the damn podcast. Tell somebody about it. It's all free. That's if right. y'all just did that, oh, we're doing totally well. I, I could sell more sponsorships. There you you go. don't have to do nothing. Step at Patreon.com slash like TV. Mr. Black, what's up next? Movies and TV. Almost nothing is happening right now, Jeff, because basically everything is shut down. So, uh, all I've got for you this week is Disney is delaying Mulan, Antlers, and the New Mutants. I don't even know what the fuck Antlers is. Mm. Uh, and other than that, Netflix Party uh, is Google Chrome extension that allows you to chat with your friends while watching movies and shows. So, if you're uh, feeling a little stir-crazy and you don't have any social interaction, but you still want to watch Netflix and you want to maybe get the experience of watching movies and stuff with your friends, it's a possibility. That's kind of cool. You can do that. It's a thing you can do. You basically get cool like, to do, it, like while streaming it. Be, that'd be pretty cool. You can generate a link basically, and then if you know everyone logs, you know, make sure that you have your Netflix account logged in on your Chrome, and then, and then you press play and it and plays for everybody boom. at the yeah, same time. Yeah, you watch that shit. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah, give that a go. Make it happen. Other that's than that, movie related news: the whole world is stopped. Every Cineplex in Canada shut out. It's down. It's over. It's over. Wrap over. it up. Pretty soon. I, I I don't even have time right now to be watching like regular ass shows. I gotta I gotta like sit down and, and watch some Netflix or some Disney Plus or something so that we have something to talk about during the movie segment. Because the movie news right now, the only news Dead. we're getting is shit has been canceled. Yep. Or delayed. And that's pretty much it. Like you know even that, movies that are in production, they it's done. They everybody's just stopped filming. Yep. Everything is just uh Meh. Screeching halt. You know what that means? That's Jeff. our movies. And that means tech support. Well, we know what it also means. Oh. It also means that there is somewhere in the neighborhood of six to seven point five billion dollars worth of uncooked hot dogs sitting in movie theaters across the country. <laughs> There's only about a thousand hot dogs, but it's still six point five to seven point five billion dollars. <laughs> Wasted. That sitting is true. around. That is- that Just waiting to be bought. All those $10 bottles of Coke. That's right. Gone. Just chilling in there. Billions worth. <laughs> billions of dollars worth. Billions. Right, now it's time billions. for tech billions support. Billions. Tech support. Every week, patreon.com slash like TV. If you want to be able to ask your questions, $10 a month or more gets you in on that bad boy. You get to uh, post a question on uh, a post that I put up on the Patreon account every week before the podcast starts. And we answer as many of those as we can get to. Oh, Will asks, would you rather visit the highest point on Earth, the summit of Mount Everest, or the lowest point, the Challenger Deep in the Marianas Trench? Oof, jeez. I want to go, go, with I the, I go I deep. Go high. I'm I going deep. Go high. Uh, deep. Deep scares me a little bit. Heights scare me, but the deep, like that deep? I want to see the that crazy shit, like, shit down there. I do too, but I don't want to be down there to see it. 
You, know you want to wait? You want to wait for the uh, the Morgan Freeman narrated uh, yes. special that yes. covers Give it? Give me that in 4K. Yeah, and take me down. I don't want to go down there. I, I think I'd freak out more being on the bottom than I would on the top. Yeah, because not only is it pitch black, but the pressure, how slow it is to get down there, how dark it is, how like unknown and creepy it is, how cold. Nah, bro. Nah. I feel like I'd have more freedom up on the mountain. Well, you certainly would if you survived the altitude sickness. Yes. Which, <laughs> again, we talked about that last week after watching all of those people trying to climb Kilimanjaro uh, and have most of them basically being carted off in a, in a stretcher on the way down the mountain because they got, they got altitude far. sickness and they couldn't move their legs anymore. Uh, yeah, it's a rough go. Uh let me see. Uh Oh, shout out to Bud Me Boy, who was just formally apologizing for pulling out the support from Patreon in the near future. Uh because he's gotta keep a roof over his head. Uh, everyone does, especially right now. We understand. Don't worry about it. We'll survive. As long as everybody doesn't do it. Yeah. If everyone does simultaneously, uh, now that, that's a problem. But don't worry about it. Uh, holy, okay, this is an interesting one. I don't know what advice I could give for, for something in this category, but... Well, I guess I could think of a couple things, I suppose. Chico asks, I'm thinking of starting streaming here soon. Sort of doing a Mr. Rogers type thing, you know, actually doing something to educate and inspire kids to become decent folks. You guys have any advice? On what, exactly? I guess any part of the streaming thing, or just in general with the content creation, I guess. Oh my god. I do. <laughs> this guy. It's called the grind. I How to start, grow, <laughs> maintain, and earn more money with your Twitch stream. <laughs> this is a book self-published and written by myself. Amazon bestseller in several categories. Sold well over a thousand copies. Jeff, I have Go a question. Go ahead and pick this up. Jeff, when's that audio version coming, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and pick this up on Amazon Kindle. It's on the Kindle Unlimited. Go and check it out. It's got everything you need to know about streaming right in this bad boy right there i love it there it is i love it all i can say is don't put it on youtube because you're probably going to get sued into the ground or your account's going to get closed down because anything to do with children's stuff on youtube is basically a minefield that nobody should ever want to have to deal with if you're crazy enough and you really want to do it i mean go for it uh, personally, you couldn't pay me to do kids stuff on YouTube, so, uh, yeah. I thought know. he said he was doing it on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, you know, a lot of oh, people post YouTube. shit afterwards yeah, yeah, yeah. on YouTube, uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't do that. I'm uh, not even sure that there's a big audience for kids-related stuff on Twitch. Well, like, who I knows, because I don't know is... if anyone's really doing it. That's true. I mean, and if there isn't now, doesn't there mean might, there can't hey, be in the future. The- you could be the guy. There's a lot of young kids watching shit on Twitch, like really young, with their parents. And if parents find somebody that's doing shit like that, I mean, maybe that's it's not just gaming content all the time. Maybe that maybe mm. that plays to them. 
Mm. Um, yeah, I, I would just say avoid YouTube unless you really want to basically read a super thick book worth of legal shit uh, and, and be terrified of them coming down your ass all the time. Um, other than that, I think that's a super cool idea. I would love to see somebody uh, try to uh, try and pull it off. And, um, uh, you know, anything to get away from what kids programming is right now is good. Because right now, it's, it's basically the most Ritalin-fueled, cocaine-snuffed, you know, crack addict shit where, where everything is just a thousand miles an hour and there's little education and mostly just sensory overload to the point where as soon as the TV goes off, the kid thinks that they're going to fucking die and they're running around the house trying to get their brain to go because all they've listened to is pixie stick-fueled nightmare dreams. What Adam's uh, saying, it's it's it, what Adam's saying is it's bad. It's bad. So go ahead and make do a something good. We could use more Mister Fucking Rogers right now. Uh, Kale asks, "Do you think there will be a COVID nineteen birth spike? If so, what do you think the generation would be called?" A birth spike. Yes, because everyone's trapped inside, not doing anything. And I promise you, just like there's a birth spike whenever there's bad winters in Canada. There will be a birth spike on the other side of this bad boy. Mm. Social distancing between uh, boyfriend and girlfriend probably not going to be very large. Um, I'm going to go with yes. As for what the the, the generation is going to be called, um, fuck the Corona generation. You know the Corona kids. Corona Kids, Corona Kids at least sounds right. It sounds cool. But if it was, a, if, it, if it had to follow like the past of like, you know, it was like there's millennials, right? But it was Generation X, Y, Generation Z is, you know, the, the Zoomer type shit. Um, I don't know. When, now that we're at Generation Z, I thought about this the other day. Are we just going to like fucking like reset the clock, go to A? We're going back to A. So if that's the case, why don't we just skip A and B and go straight to C for Corona? There you, there generation you go. Generation C. There it is. Boom. COVID generation. And then, and then the nickname is the, the, the COVID generation or the Corona kids. There you go. Done. Stamp it. Gen C it is. Gen C. <clears throat> um... Uh, MSS asks, what is uh, your rare recommendation that is great, but almost nobody would have played it or watched it? Could be a movie, a game, or whatever entertainment in this social distancing time that we might appreciate. Um, jeez. Oh, man. You definitely don't want to be pregnant during Corona times. That's not going to stop it from happening, though. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. People are getting filled up right now. Yeah. Um, man. I don't really know. Um, stuff that I would be binging right now and stuff that I am binging right now are stuff that makes me laugh. Un- like, almost unconditionally. Um, and calms me the fuck down. So I'm binging the shit 
out of the original Who's Lines in Any Way uh, series, of which there are a shitload of episodes. You could binge that for a long while and laugh your ass off at damn near every single episode. Uh, Bob Ross is a good one to calm yourself the fuck down and just and just soak in some Bob fucking Ross. Um, as far as games go, man, um, I think that that No Man's Sky is a good combo if you're trying to chill the fuck and then you want lots to do and it's menial and just keep your mind busy. MMOs mm. are going to be crazy popular Go right now. Go play some RuneScape, man. Go play some RuneScape mm. and just get lost in the grind. I've been uh, having an urge to watch the old Ace Venturas, so I think I'm going to do that pretty soon. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Alrighty then. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while, so I think I'm going to I'm going to check those bad boys out. I've also been having an urge to watch Shawshank Redemption. It's been about five six years since I've seen the movie, mm. and my body is earning for that experience again. Give so her the business. Yeah. Uh, if you want one thing that will last you. Uh, the entire lockdown period of this bullshit, and you just just one thing. Watch The Irishman. Because I'm not lying, that shit will fucking take you the entire lockdown period to finish. I still haven't finished it. I started it before the lockdown period. <laughs> I, 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 I watched it. Dude, it was lengthy. Rough. Good, but lengthy. Um... Yeah. Yeah, what else? Um, I would say I had something else I was gonna, I was going to mention is gone. <sighs> what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, it's gone now. Anyway, yeah, I, at this point, it's 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 probably more about what, how do you want to feel, and then pick something in that category. Because um, my God. My son is yelling right now. Just screaming. He is just going. Just salty. He's, he's, he's found his voice, and now he uses it. All the time. Lot. Yep. Wait until you're hearing words and not just random nonsense. Yeah. It's just gibberish it's right gonna now. Be real fun. It's going to be real fun. <laughs> That's going to be real fun. Uh... Oh, here's a, you'll probably, I think I know your answer to this, but uh, follow up to this is same person, MSS. Playing what game gave you the most fun just considering um, stream and chat interaction and not the gameplay itself? With the stream and chat interaction? Yeah, not just the game itself. What did we enjoy the most? So, not just the game. You know what, man? I'm I'm gonna I'm actually gonna say RuneScape. That's what I was gonna. I knew. Yeah, that's what I yeah. thought you would you would say. Yeah. Uh, because the great thing about RuneScape was is I I did something that nobody else had done like publicly. Yeah. And that was like do all of the quests with no guides. Yeah. Because the community is all about being efficient, so like yeah. they always use guides to go fastest. And then I like voice acted every and read all the dialogue. So I really like, and he had to to understand the quests and things like that. So what was great about it was yeah sure the game itself is nothing to scuff about like in terms of like you know visually speaking or gameplay wise but the the community's reaction my reaction 
um, the the amount of downtime that I had while grinding levels to be able to interact with the chat, mm. it definitely called for a very enjoyable, um, you know, ten months or whatever it was uh, that I did it. So I'm actually gonna go with RuneScape. Mm. I'm gonna say Morrowind for the brief times that I streamed it, a couple weeks at a time, several times over my career. There's something about that game that gets chance talking about anything. And not just the game, like just talking in general. I don't understand what it is about that fucking game, but um, like if I could, if I was playing Skyrim, wasn't the case. Dead chat, playing fucking anything, and you just ask the chat, like, yo, what are you guys up to? We, how are you feeling? You know, you do that, you know, once in a while in a stream, just to see, you get a barometer of how the chat's feeling, and the response is usually like, there's nothing, like they're not saying anything. Yeah. Um, with, with Morrowind, I didn't even have to ask questions. People were just constantly fucking talking. There's something about that game that gets people engaged with the chat, and it made it, uh, you know, I already love playing Morrowind, but uh, it was nice to see that uh, people constantly just yeah, uh, talking and, and, talk about, and, yeah. and just keep that going for hours and hours and hours on end. So that was, that was probably it for me. Uh... Ha! <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. Wiggle Winnie asks, I gotta know, did your bro date of sushi in The Last Samurai ever happen? No, and now it's no. not gonna happen for a long fucking time. <laughs> we never made it happen, and now it's not gonna happen for, but we, we will on I mean, the other side got, of we, this. We did sushi. We did sushi, just with, not. With our, we did with our, our girlfriend. Yeah, so we're our gonna, wife and your yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, but we never, we uh, never did the, the follow-up sa- Last Samurai. Uh, Watch The Last Samurai, by the way. That's a fucking good movie. If there you haven't, you if you that's, haven't seen it yeah, yet, there, that's that's the requ- that's the thing that most people probably wouldn't think. Just go watch the Last Samurai. Watch, watch the Last Samurai. That's a fucking good movie. Um, yeah, bro. When oh, when we were in New Brunswick and we had that, I was saying that I said before, man, it makes me appreciate Minato all the more. That place is the fucking show. I like if we, they, it's delicious. It's good. <laughs> it's a fucking show. I want sushi now. I'm not gonna have it for a long. Actually, now that I thought about it, I'm sad. I'm not gonna have sushi for a long time. That's kind of it's gonna be, it's gonna be a little while. It's gonna be a little while. Uh, Gownsen asking, uh, are you both individually going to play and stream Final Fantasy VII Remake Part One, uh, or are you gonna go to the game together? It will be separately because we don't have yeah, the time to get together to do it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be playing it. You'll be playing it. Uh, everyone yeah. will be playing it. I'll have forty people watching because literally the entire goddamn streaming world is going to be playing. Final Fantasy 7 remake. People are gonna have 19 streams up all at the same time, watching like all their favorite streamers at different parts of that fucking game. It's gonna be bedlam when that game comes out yep. for about five days, and then it's gonna be reduced to the people that are actually going to continue streaming it, and everyone else will go back to the regular ass fucking game. Um, oh man, Aaron Carter asks. There he is. I love it, Aaron Carter. Aaron C. AC. How you doing? Are you social distancing? Yes. You can see it happening right now. Right now. Should I be social distancing? Yes. Right now. Yeah. And for the foreseeable future. Uh, my continued, you know, suggestion is prepare for three weeks of staying in your house with food and whatever you need. Do it for three weeks. If you are symptom free, go get another three weeks worth of shit. Go back home. Sit your ass in your house. Do that until it's no longer the apocalypse outside <laughs> and, and we get this shit under control. That's pretty much where we're at. And honestly, we're going to be at various stages of that 
until a vaccine shows up. So buckle the fuck up and watch It'll the last be a long samurai. Year. It's going to be probably a little longer than a year. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't even know if I have an answer for this, but I'll ask. Maybe you have an answer for this. I'll think about it, too. Super Kami Guru asks, out of the many games that have come out recently that didn't make it to the big times, is there one that you wish was more popular than it is? Uh, see, I don't play many games. Mm. That's my problem. Like the one that came up to my, that just popped in my head was like Cuphead. Yeah. Like a game like that. And I th- I still think that game is pretty popular considering. Yeah, considering it's not what a it AAA is. AAA title and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And what it is, but. Yeah. I mean, that's the first game that came to my mind. I just don't play enough games to like give you an opinion. Like I, I really truly only play like. Maybe two games a year. This is gonna two, three games. This is gonna drive people nuts because, um, I didn't even finish it. I came like I came pretty fucking close, but Subnautica. People should go play Subnautica. That <laughs> game is is pretty. The base building is fantastic. Um, it's a really good survival game. And I would, I would suggest Subnautica. Um, it's mildly popular, but I feel like it should be more popular than it is. Uh, and their newer game is in alpha right now, and that's looking really cool too. But yeah, Subnautica is, the visuals in Subnautica are fucking wild, man. That game is really pretty. Uh, the game is just good in general. So go check out Subnautica. Uh, the good thing about it too is you can often get it at a pretty cheap ass fucking rate, uh, and you get a lot of game for that money. Uh, it, I'll, I'll I'll say this: it gave me. Uh, remember when we talked about a couple podcasts ago those wow moments in games where you like stopped and you were like, and you actually felt excitement, and how yeah. rare how rare that is. So we were like, we were going as far back as like fucking Morrowind before we could think of like a game that that happened. Okay, Subnautica gave me one of those moments. So if Damn. you're looking if you're looking for something, that's a that's a good one uh, to do. Maybe I'll even hop back in and finish the fucking thing so people will... Boom. You know, and I have a giant super tanker ship in that game, sub- submarine in that game, called Shaq's Dick, printed right on the side of it. Shaq's mm. Dick. Mm, I had Go a computer to... named Shaq's Dick once. It's true. He <laughs> did. We named it Shaq's Dick. <laughs> Shaq's Dick. It had a big dick then. Oh, my goodness. Um, Black Plague, who is the greatest wrestler of all time and why, Jeff? Uh, greatest wrestler of all time. Uh, now, ooh, man. <laughs> That's really hard. If you're picking one and not giving like yeah. a couple categories, it's kind of hard. You know, I got to go with, I mean, I'm okay. So I got to go with the full picture, not the best technical wrestler. Yeah. Uh, you got to look at the whole, the whole package, the whole, the whole package. Yeah. Cause you could talk about best mic skill, best technical yeah. wrestler, best, you know, stage performance pre- presence, you know, but you, overall, overall package, who are we talking? I got to go with, oh man. I'm biased. Got to go with The Rock. 
Why is I'm that a biased. bias? Because he's black? Because, well, no, no, it's just because, you know, he's a big star and he's kind of like, you know, uh, sort of an easy, because I know there's a lot of wrestling purists out there that will definitely like not agree, but. Oh, there's a lot of people that would probably agree with, honestly. The, the, like the sure. rock, the rock as a full blown picture, mm. um, you know, he, he had it all. He had the look. He could wrestle. He came from a wrestling family. He's a he's a purebred wrestler. Uh, he 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 had a great story arc. Um, he was amazing on the mic. Uh, and not only that, he still does it today to a degree. Like he could he could go back today, right now, and still be as great as he was twenty years ago, fifteen years ago. So or not twenty, but fifteen years ago. So. Uh, you know, and he he still his he still has superstardom today. I gotta go with The Rock, and because I because it was the best era of wrestling, in my opinion, uh, when wrestling was most exciting and edgy. Um, I, I gotta go with era. The Rock. The Attitude Era. I gotta go with The Rock, man. Um, overall, best wrestler of all time is as much as people are gonna want to shoot me for it. It's Hulk Hogan. And and it's not even because he's my favorite wrestler. It's wrestling basically got to where it is now size-wise because of Hulk Hogan. Um, and not just one not just not just one promotion. WWF and then WCW got massive runs off yep. of the back of Hulk Hogan. His yep. backstage politics people complain about all the time, but you can't fucking argue with the man's results. He did the business better than everyone else, and despite the fact that he was a mostly bald, goofy motherfucker with a leg drop for for uh, a finisher, he got a leg drop over as a move for like thirty five fucking years. Like the yeah. mother, like, like this man survived multiple generations and multiple decades of wrestling and eras, and was the top. In the top fucking seed in all of them. To the point where he he technically was in matches of passing the torch to the next guy in three different generations and outlasted mm-hmm. almost all of the people in which he passed the torch off to in all of those generations. So it's it's hard for me to argue that and even if you looked in his younger days before he was all fucked up with his back and neck. Even if you watch this like New Japan wrestling stuff, he was actually a much more technical wrestler than we saw in the WWF and WCW. It's just he just played to that in North American wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, yeah, it's got to be it's got to be Hulk Hogan. There's the two that the the two that people will always tend to go to are Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. Those are like the the top two, and then the third. Woo! The third slot seems to go to Stone Cold, and then The Rock slides in in a similar fourth position, and then from that you splinter off I into never like even Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold a great wrestler. Dude, if he, you, he was, I'm gonna send you. Was, I have to send you a video so you can see his proper full career, and you'll get a new appreciation for yeah. for Stone Cold as a wrestler. Um, but uh, because. As good as The Rock was, the Attitude Era was built on Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh yeah, he started it pretty much all of it. And so. and The Rock's career was was 
in no small part made by the presence of Stone Cold Steve Austin. I yeah, mean that had a great rivalry. Yeah, that was rivalry good. was fucking wild, right? So yeah. I, I, I would yeah. I honestly would put Shawn Michaels above Austin. Uh but I, I, I kind of put uh Stone Cold Steve Austin is definitely in the top five uh for me. Mm. But I, 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 if I had to pick like the next one it, for me, it, w- it would be like sh- it would be Shawn Michaels. Not New Japan, guy, sorry, but the Japanese guy, wrestling scene back in the fucking I seventies and eighties. I can't remember the name of the fucking wrestling promotion. It might even have still been called something else at the time. I can't remember now. But yeah, Japan, it, you know, wrestling in Japan. They all and they all did it. Um, a lot of, or a lot right. of them did it. But yeah, well, that's, Adam, Adam's got Hulk Hogan. I got The Rock. Um. Mm, 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 mm. Oh my God! <laughs> uh, that's Neil just asked a great like uh, it's a good question, but my God, I'd have to like I'd have to sit down and think about that for hours to come up with a with an answer on the fly. So maybe I'll try and think of that for another day. Day, but that's a that's a toughie to ask off the top of the uh, of the dome, uh, and mostly because. I think it was already perfected in the movies. Oh, Jeff, here we go. The last one's coming in. You know who it's from. It's uh, it's my favorite. It's from your favorite. It's developing right pulsating teddies. That's right. What would you choose if you had to consume one of the following? Four liters of warm IPA. Oh, boy. A jar of pickled olives. Oh, boy. Two liters of black coffee, a wheel of blue cheese, no, or Hell. bonus round. At what Patreon target goal would you consume your selection on stream? <laughs> <laughs> I'm two liters of black coffee all fucking day, bro. Yeah, I, like I'm, I'm, I'm not. Go- I'm not fucking with an entire jar of pickled olives, a wheel bro, of blue cheese, four will, liters I of will, warm IPA. I uh, will eat. I would eat a bottle of pickled olives. Yikes. That'd be, be rough. <laughs> I'm not having the juice, but I'll eat the olives <laughs> at 5K. I guess the question is at 5K, how big I'll is the jar? How, how big is the jar of olives? Just a regular jar. Like, I'm not talking like one of those big fucking ones, but like, you know, like one of those regular, you know, <laughs> regular size, almost like salsa size jars. I mean, and I'm not sitting down drinking two liters of black coffee in one sitting, I would die. Um, I'm not doing IPA. My, my heart, my heart would stop. Uh, the, the warm IPA, cold IPA nah. is bad. Warm IPA. Yeah, yeah. It's yikes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with the olives. I can get through those. <laughs> I can get through those. And the black coffee. I don't think I can get through that. <laughs> ladies, a lot of coffee, ladies and gentlemen. That's no technical alpha podcast. Uh, that's what we got for you this week. Man, the new the 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 news cycles are gonna are gonna be rough to keep up with. We will keep making these as um, as best we can, keep you entertained uh, through this ridiculously slow period of entertainment time, and mm. uh, hopefully you got uh, your enjoyment out of this podcast. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see you guys next week for more technical corona. <laughs> see you next time until until then guys thank you so much for stopping by hit the like button if you can and uh pass it on to a friend peace